What's your funny golf story? Well, uh, I had a chance to play at the coast with my good mate Teddy Boy, Terry Coolitz. Is my, Teddy Boy. My school, Teddy Boy. School, went to school with him and actually got him, introduced him to Souths when I was playing there because right. he, he was studying to be a chiropractor. He's now a chiropractor. Mm-hmm. And uh, I introduced him to the head, the head trainer. And he's been there ever since. Wow. So he's been to South for 35 years. Wow. Yeah. But we were playing at the coast. He's a member there as well. Including the bit where they got kicked out of the comp. Go on. Uh, yeah. yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, he hung around. Good episode. That Lots of feedback. Thank you, everyone. Go on. Yeah. The, um, we were playing. It was just he, he and I. And mm-hmm. there, in front of us was a single player. Yep. But in front of the single player were three guys. Mm-hmm. And they were playing. There was two of them had buggies. One of them was carrying his bags on his shoulder yeah. and pushing a fucking pram <laughs> with a baby in it. I was going to say, did he have clubs in the pram? No, no a baby. But it was a baby. And I heard a crying when I All went right. near it. Okay, honey, right. I'll look after the kid. Can you imagine that conversation that morning? They said, that his missus would have said, sorry, darling, you got to look after the baby. So I'm, you don't think you can play golf. He would have said, fucking watch me, mate. Watch I'm still me. playing yeah. golf. Watch me teach this kid a little wow. few things. But mate, here's my concern, <clears throat> right? Yeah. Like, it, imagine the golf ball. Like, it had it, it never oh, happened. But taken that, imagine yeah. a, getting hit with a golf ball. That would kill the baby. Do you reckon that would be the first thing the wife would have thought if she found out? What do you reckon? Yeah, you're true. I what would your have wife have said? She would have killed would me. Would your wife have said, oh, yeah, sure, take the baby to the golf course? No, you see, I wouldn't have thought about the danger. I would have thought about how Mate, good I was at multitasking. You don't know. And look, it's probably, it's a, it's a thousand and one shot. Really, but, one, but still. It can happen. I'm surprised the pros actually let him play with the baby. I'm surprised the pro shop, and I hope I'm not getting him into trouble here, I'm surprised they even let him play. Yeah. You know, you report in and say, right, I'm yeah, you know, yeah. off at 12.45 or whatever. Mm. I'm surprised they even said... What are you doing? They would have said, are you joking? What are you doing here with the baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think taking it, his love of golf to the extreme. right? So there. initial respect is lost for the danger of the sport, well, yeah. I think. Mate, I worry about copping a golf ball to the head. Exactly right. And, and this was a baby. I, I got a chance to hear it. And I, I you know, at the coast where they all, no, they all do we'll the We'll go yeah. down the third <clears> and they, they were, they were the, coming up yeah. the fourth. Yeah. And my ball went right near their tee, would you believe? So, so, and I went near it, and it's like a dead set would have been a two month old baby crying. It was crying at the time, thinking, "Mate, what are you doing?" Like I didn't, I didn't say nothing. I said, "None of my business, right?" But that's his decision to do it. Um, but I'm thinking, wow, that's uh, that's really, you don't want to miss your golf for any for any reason at all. Yeah, yeah. it just looked really strange as well. And when people, the guy ahead of us. When he and we caught up to him a couple of times because they were slow as well, and and I said, mate, have you seen the bloke? He's got a pram. Like what? He goes, yeah, yes. What the hell's going on here? How would he do that? Anyhow, wow. Well, to follow up on a conversation weird, at the start weird. of the other show, um, I want to tell you about the sneakiest, cheekiest thing I've ever done at an airport. Really? So, recap in the earlier two bikes episode yesterday, we talked about. Um, I had to change. We had to get a second flight. We had to get a new new flight. Yep. Um, because so our, Seattle our United Airlines flight was unlikely to make it to San Fran in time, and that worried us. For the connection. So we were going flight. United yep. Airlines from Seattle to San Francisco and then on to Sydney. Yep. So I said to the people at Amazon, there's an Alaska flight at 4 o'clock. Get us on that, and we'll be absolutely sweet. Yep. And they did. So <clears throat> Stig and I both have uh, Alaska flights. We check in. Yep. The boarding thing, all good. We check our bags with Alaska because yep. we have to. There's no. There's no throughput. We have to check them and then pick them up in San Fran. That's life. 
I'm cool. Which, we're fine. Economy. Oh, so I don't you, care. So, so, hang on. So you had carry. You only had carry on. No, I had bags because oh. yeah, I had bags. So we had to check bags. But can't you check them all the way through? Or different no, airlines. Different airlines. Different oh. booking. Different everything. Right. Ooh. So we're and we're also in economy. I didn't care. None of that. We just wanted to get to our flight. Right. Course, yeah. So we check our bags. We've got our boarding passes. We go up and you know we're frequent flyers and we're always looking for the priority lane. Right. Yeah. There's a there's a TSA line that is fucking out. <laughs> the wazoo. And there's five different security points. Yeah. And there's a sign that says how long each of them will take. Yeah. An hour and five, an hour what? and 15. Ours was, no, the, the shortest one was an hour and five, but we didn't know where it was. Ours was at about an hour and a half. Yep. And I'm thinking. So we, hang on, this is Seattle or in San Francisco? Seattle. Seattle, right. I'm thinking, like, we've got time, but fuck that. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. So we go up to the priority line. We go, we're just, uh, we're, you know, it shows our um, our one world status. We're both gold with yep. one world. Yep. Sapphire, whatever. And she goes, no. Oh, okay. What? Okay. Fucking great. So we're stand, We're we're just about to go into the kind of you know the little the rat race. The little yeah, rat the race. Rat, the we're, maze, just, yep. we're we're in the queue, but we're we're probably ten people away from the rat race. And I turned to Stig and I said, "We've still got our United flight." Yeah. I said, "Let's check in." But our biggest fear in life, we've yeah. had this several times, is yeah. if you don't appear on a plane for the for the first leg, do they cancel the second leg as well? Like it's a big fear of mine, right? Ah. We've had it where we we were we were, oh, we were so booked. you checked into so the, we're thinking, the other one. So we checked in. We're standing in the queue. We checked into the United flight, which is business. And we went to the fucking priority <laughs> and went. And they went beep boop bing. Later, five minutes in the queue. We're we're through. Every wow. other sucker's waiting an hour and a half, right? And so right. And we've gone here, and right. like I am so proud. I've just skipped yeah. an hour and a half of queuing. And so what we did, we yeah. went to the United lounge, which yeah. was by the way on the other side of the airport, but didn't matter. Good walk. Yep. We went to the lounge and I said, listen. We've both got um, tickets to this flight and we're pretty confident it's going to be late. So we've, we've booked another flight and we're going to that one. But I wanted you to know so that, A, you know, we don't – nothing happens to the ticket that, that's bad for our San Francisco flight yeah. to Sydney. But also I don't want everyone on board being delayed two hours from the plane and then delayed because two blokes are being called for. Yep. You know, paging, travel along, paging, Rob Lock. Yeah. Like, because we're not here. We've gone. Yep. And she goes, that's like, that's really thoughtful of you. No, most people wouldn't do that. I went, oh, thanks very much. Oh. Very good. And so she goes, I'll sort it out. Just enjoy the lounge. So we're in the United Lounge just chilling <laughs> while she sorts out this ticket I'm assuming thing. Alaska doesn't have a lounge there. Um, no, they do. They, they, do. they, they right. did. Not as well um, as United, though. Uh, no, Alaska, uh, Seattle is Alaska's Oh, it's hub. a hub, is it? So, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All good. Um, Anyway, so then there's another woman just walks in at the same time. She goes, I'm on a flight to Melbourne. Is this going to make it? And he goes, look, it'll be fine. <laughs> so we're in the lounge and waiting. So to did your sorry, did your boarding pass suggest a delay? No, you? not at all. Because it's because they don't tell you there's any delays with, you know, a flight that's two, two legs away from even being in the city, right? Right. They just, you know, they just don't tell you that kind of thing. Yeah. But there'd been some, I don't know, talk of it or rumour apparently. Yep. She was just worried about the tightness of her connection. Yep. So we're sitting in there and it's now an hour and a half delayed, which is the time of our switchover. So that United flight would have killed us, wouldn't have got to our Sydney really? flight. And I said to Stig, you know what, I've got to tell that lady. Like I feel really bad that she's the been... woman who's going to Melbourne. Yeah. Yep. So I went and found her in the lounge. I said, "Listen, I'm sorry. This sounds really rude, but I heard you say you're going to Melbourne, and I want to let you know there's no chance that plane is going to get to San Francisco in yeah. time. Like we've been tracking it all day, and yeah. it is it's two hours. Oh, wow. It's an hour and a half. Okay. And she goes, "Look, it's not the end of the world. I've, I don't, you know, I live there or something. She didn't care basically. Yeah. Okay. I sit. I walk from her like ten meters. I walk down, sit down, and Stig goes, 
they just changed the plane. So they just used a different plane and oh. that flight's going to be fine now. No way. So I felt really bad, but also fine. She doesn't care. She's going to get on the plane anyway. Uh, um, so yeah. what did you end up doing? We ended up just walking down to our Alaska flight, getting uh, on the Alaska flight. And so you went economy to, because you already locked into that one. You'd already told them you're not going to be on the United flight. Yeah, I didn't, we didn't want to create any more drama. Right. Anyway, we get to San Francisco and that plane ended up being 40 minutes late still. Right. And uh, and we it would have only just made. Oh. The, well, I don't think it would have. I don't think we would have made the connection. But when but, you went to LA from the Alaska flight, you had to get your bags and check in again. Yeah, yeah. which is fine. Not, not really hard to do. And you yeah. did it. Yeah, yeah. Pretty to good. Go through security again and all that. Yeah, that was the only annoying thing you had to go through. But it didn't. It yeah. wasn't the end of the world. Flying through, flying through LA or San Francisco. San Francisco. Oh, that's that's a bit easier. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's it's nice. not quite as as chaotic, and you know, it's a yeah. it's a nice lounge there. Speaking too. of San Francisco, did you hear that Qantas are going <coughs> to resume flights, direct flights to San Francisco yeah, this month? That's right. Yep. Yeah, have you heard that? Yeah. With the new A seven A sevens. Yep. Mm. I'll I be don't let, care. I'll, stick I'll be with letting United certain things. companies know this. Yeah. <laughs> stick with United, mate. No, thanks. If I had a choice, I'd go Qantas, mate. Of course you would. If I had a choice. Yes, but I would well, platinum with United now too. But Yeah, but see, that's stupid, mate. You, that's yeah. Go virgin. Because well, well, you get no, like, what's the point of that? I can use fly to America and back with the points. Oh, with the points. Oh, yeah. you can use the points. Yeah. I can fly to America and back with virgin points. I know. Or to Europe. Okay. Or in Australia. So if I tra- if I decide to verge to say to Virgin, here's all here's a shit ton of points, make me platinum. No, you you just start from the bottom and you just work your way up. No, I don't, you don't like to with that, mate. No, but see, you don't. It doesn't matter because you're only being flown business. Yeah. So you don't. There's no perk yeah. to to being a United frequent flyer at all. Because if you fly, if you know United status means nothing. You get no lounge access, no nothing. The only reason you get into the lounge is because you're being flown business class. Yeah. Well, don't so, you get pre- no, I'm Premier One K. Premier One K. You don't get anything. Really? Mate. You get priority boarding. That's it. Yeah, that'll do. I like a priority board. Yeah. I like well, to be the first one among the first to get uh, on. Uh, you're standing there at United. This is how United works if you've never been to America, folks. You're standing there. <laughs> you, you're, a, you're a platinum frequent flyer. You're first in the queue in group one. Yeah. And they go, and they're just calling any people who can't walk. Just yeah. calling any any, yeah, any any families with children under two, Young, uh, any veterans, yeah. uh, any vets. I don't know. They call everyone. Active military. Uh, yeah, yeah, all that. And then they go, and they go global services, which is the level above 1K. Yeah. And then they go any 1K. But here's the thing. Our guy on one of our flights, I think it was the San Francisco to Seattle flight. He was super specific. He goes, we've got, uh, we've got 16 1K. 16 people that are 1K and like, and then 12 people went through and he goes, still waiting on four 1Ks. I'm really? thinking, mate, they're not here. That's not my fault. Let's go. <laughs> Come on. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> um, it's It was very specific, this guy. And they're like, it, it, I hate the American process of, you know, group three, group four, group five. Because it's like, they go, you know what, if you're group four and five, just fucking sit down, okay? Because <laughs> you're not in the queue, all right? Just fucking yeah, sit down. Yeah. And they also, a lot I noticed this time, they were like, Okay, we're just looking for volunteers to uh, check their Taken. baggage. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you check your baggage. I've done that a couple of times. We'll put you in group one. And I'm like, that's not even fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> group one's not even good. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> no, so it means that, so the battle is trying to find, because it's a, a lot of domestic flights, it's it's finding the, uh, people got carry-on luggage trying yeah. to find the overhead space. Mate, that's an issue. There was one woman in, at the start of, as we were all going on, a woman at the start of group two, yeah. one of the attendants comes over and she goes, you've got three bags. And I yeah. looked at her and she had a uh, wheelie bag like we have. Yep. She had a backpack yep. and she had a purse that was, I shit you not, the size of a can of Coke oh, really? around that had a strap around. That doesn't count. She said, that's, you have to put that one in your bag. Oh, really? Yeah, but see, 
I, I respect it. I went, good on you, because you've got to be yeah, hard on these yeah, things. Yeah, maybe, maybe. People that walk in with a big wheelie bag and another big bag on top of it. No, you can't do that. That's no, like, they'll they'll stop minute. you at the gate, yeah. It's normally Taking a the personal piss. item yeah. and a bag. If the second bag can't fit under the seat in front of you. Yeah, forget it. Yeah, you're out. Because I, I, I was coming back from the Gold Coast <laughs> this week and gone Qantas just from, from, the, from Brisbane. Yeah. And uh, there was... Like I got on, I had my backpack which I put in front of me, and I had my carry-on which I put it overhead. Yeah. And there was another woman who came on, and she said, she actually called it out. She goes, "Oh, listen, there's a who, whose bag is this up here? This this fit this would fit in front of you. I've got a big bag, and it won't fit in front of my seat." And she called it out, and then the guy goes, oh, "Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll put it there." Like they didn't think to do that. See, I'm 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 a fifty-fifty on that one because I'm like. I bought it first. Fit in I bought it first. I want. That's where I want to put my feet, mate. Well, if you, oh, no, I, I disagree, mate. I reckon it's. I guess cur- after, you've taken, after you've taken off, you can pull it out and put your feet under there, and, and it can sit well, in the aisle. Maybe courtesy. Courtesy would be other people if they've got a bigger bag than me, and if I can fit mine under my seat, I don't care. I just hate people with massive bags that are taking the piss. It's like just check your well, luggage; it won't kill you. Yeah, it really won't. Well, the, the the lockers are designed to not fit bags that are not that you can't tag on. Yeah, you know I'm talking I mean? about like, people that have a big roller and then yeah. their personal bag is like a fucking backpack. Oh, no. Well, they're, they're, that should be. Well, no, my personal bag was a backpack, but it fit in front of the seat in front of me. I just slid it underneath. I just copped it. Mm. Yeah, and but funny, you also took up a full locker upstairs. Well, I had my a little my bag, which is the, with the wheels in. It was all good. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> but I didn't. I followed the rules. The rule is. Personal item in front of the seat, mm. and you you roll a bag up top, which is what I did. Um, and I was on the window. Little thing that happened though on the way back, I uh, was taking my earphones out and mm. one dropped one. Oh, see you later. And uh, I thought, oh fuck, that's gone. It was it was the Jabra, you know, the beige coloured Jabra yeah. Five Elite, yeah. something called. And I like them because they're small, and I wear them on TV, like in you know, our Sky when they do the they yeah. give me the audio. They're, so, they're sort of skin colour, so you can't see them. <laughs> and I thought, oh, fuck. And then when we landed, there was a bloke, Indian dude in front of me. And I said, so, excuse me, mate. I reckon I've lost one of my – I dropped it. I think it might have gone under your seat. I showed him the other one. It he went had, in front. It, it sort of dropped and bounced forward. Okay. Yeah. And I said, look, mate, just if you wouldn't mind. He goes, yeah, it's all right. When, when, everyone get, when the road clears out, I'll have a look. And the road cleared out. He bent down and picked it up, found it for me. Beautiful. And I said, oh, mate, you're a champion. Save the day. Save me, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was that was pretty cool. But yeah, it's it, it, mate, it's a nightmare if you drop something, eh, in the seat. And they tell you, don't adjust your seat, don't do anything. Yeah. Even though, especially on international flights, you know, with yeah, the yeah. big the in business class. Yeah. Because you could like you could like puncture the phone or something, could cause a fire or something, eh? Like yeah. have you ever done that? Dropped your phone down the seat? Uh I've dropped things down there. I've always been able to see it myself. Yeah, I've dropped pens and stuff down what there. What I normally do is I if I'm in full upright mode. Um, it never normally falls what down. What does that you, mean? Fall upright? You know, I the seat. Full, full, <laughs> air, you know, it's landing mode. But you talked about something else. Then. If you fucking idiot, if you if you've just, I'm just always reclined, in upright if, mode. If you just reclined a bit and it and it and it slips in there, yeah. I'll stand up, recline it a little bit further to make the gap bigger, and then this get is the, when you're in business or you yeah, got room to do the, it. Yeah. Get the torch out and go. Yeah, there it yeah. is. I'm sweet. Mate, I've never old, had to call the attendant. The old Qantas business class seat, the big cocoon. Yeah, was dead set like it was the buy. Bermuda Triangle. You'd lose, you put, and you just forget it. You're not going to find it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just forget about it. Yeah. I remember there was one time they, I dropped something down. There was a pen or something. I can't remember what it was. And they, they came and undid the cushion and unscrewed something. I'm thinking, fucking hell, how hard is this? I just went down the seat. Come on. We got on the, the Sydney flight and 
I immediately got an airdrop from I'm watching t- watching something on my iPad and I get an airdrop e- from Rob going the Wi-Fi is not working uh, <laughs> and I'm like yeah I tried it, it's not working and I, I I was sitting close enough I could see them trying to fuck around with it which I was just on United, on United yeah. and and they go we're just and they actually made an announcement we're ladies and gentlemen you know the Wi-Fi is not working uh, we're just we're just resetting and it I heard, now. then they heard Trevor Long going oh, fuck no I just <laughs> I, I just because like, Stig was like six miles behind me so I just airdrop him back and go they're turning off and turning back on again <laughs> but he, he sent me an airdrop he goes um, uh, passenger announcement. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, is there a tech expert on board? <laughs> and what'd you say? Just turn it back on. Turn it off and on again. That's mate. exactly what I would have told him. I would have said, listen, turn it off, turn it back on. But just, but just the fucking Wi-Fi, not the whole plane. <laughs> Don't turn the whole fucking plane off. Um, on the way over, man, turbulence. Fuck, shit, turbulence. Big time. Really? On your United flight? Yeah, yeah. Is it, It's because you had it was, a... Like it was a, a tailwind. It was a tailwind. pretty bad tailwind. Right. But here's the thing. They... Uh, so we're tailwind coming to Australia. No, tailwind going you, to America. Oh, going there, right. and uh, and we were due to land at let's say seven thirty, and I was you know, the host dude was very chatty, and I shunned that. So he was talking to someone else, and I heard him, um, and I heard him talk about delays and timing and stuff. And I said, "Mate, we've got a flight at eight thirty to Seattle." He goes, "Mate, we've all got connecting flights. This plane's getting in at six. We'll get in an hour and a half early. Trust me, we've got a tailwind." Yeah. Right. So uh-huh. basically, the captain, the first officer, yeah, and the right. purser, and everyone. Yeah, well, they Ride all had the fucking flights to get. Yeah. They, they just finished an international journey. They were, mate, they, they pumped it. Yeah. And then we had the fucking 45 minutes or an hour of San Francisco immigration, which is uh, just outrageous. It's, it's just worse outrageous. Worse than LA? Or? Oh, yeah, yeah. Really? Well, LA's been pretty good lately. Yeah, because it's bigger. The sea's a bigger airport. Yeah. Bigger and if area. you get in behind two other planes, we were behind oh, yeah, two other planes. Yeah, it was uh, fucked. Yeah, yeah. I've and done that before. what happened is it happened, the same thing happened to us. Uh, oh, it happened to when you got yeah. stuck. Remember they opened up the other side? Yeah, I was so, first in, last out. Yeah, so we... <laughs> fucking thing. We, we're, Stig and we're, I were there with Samsung. Stig and I were walking through, and then I could see the American side just going real quick. Yeah. I said, they're going to fucking open that up. And so we kind of just, we, we got there, and they opened it up, as, and we got through. You bastard. Yeah. There, yeah, uh, it happened. Uh, I got cut off. I was just fucking first off the plane yeah. and last out of security. Yeah. Now, how the fuck does that work? It was fucking was hilarious. Filthy. Yeah, you were laughing, you idiot. <laughs> but it's it, it's so, uh, and, and we, Sig and I, whinge about this all the time. But it's just amazing if you're an American and you hold an American passport, you come to Australia, you put your passport into a computer, it scans it, asks you two questions, you get a ticket, you walk out. Yeah. It's the exact same process an Australian citizen does. Yeah. You go to America, and every you know, fucking even though they they used to have computers, they've got rid of all those. Yeah, no way, yeah. And they've just gone back to having a fucking queue. The used to be the computers. Yeah, yeah, it's fuck. like what the fuck is yeah, going no, on here? They've gone backwards, mate. They've gone backwards. So what we're panning, what we're desperate for, is global entry. Now, uh, global entry is this thing where countries need to sign up to and all this kind of shit. Australia has apparently signed up to begin a trial, and I'm like, I don't care what it costs. I'd pay a thousand bucks a year for global entry because yeah, right. it's like straight through. Yeah, is that is that? Um, it's always on the far left hand side yeah. of the American thing. Says global entry. So how do you qualify for that? You've got to be from a nation that supports it for a start, and then uh, you've got to do an interview. So Australia, At, on arrival, you just do an interview the first time, and then you're done. Is Australia involved there? Or? Not yet. We're, we've oh. signed up, but we haven't activated the program yet. Okay, could be years away, but desperate yeah, for right. it because okay. uh, you know that's just that's an hour. Like it's an hour yeah, of time. Exactly oh, I just right. I'm trying to be really, and I, th- I think this sounds probably very uh, I don't know. Um, first world problem stuff, but yeah. like I'm totally fine with the family. I get it. We're just waiting. We're in the thing, whatever. Yeah. But 
we're in business. I've I've flown business class. I've got an I visa. I've yeah, been through a vetting process. Through, yeah, of course. I've told the story about that fucking bloke in LA that stopped me and said, you know, where's your press badge? And I went, I don't have a press badge. Yeah, he goes, you need, you need a press badge. I went, mate, I've been through an interview at the consulate yeah, exactly, for yeah. this visa. What are you talking about? Yeah. Um, you know, you, like you do it for that purpose. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, anyway, we'll be we'll be back there in a little while, I guess, for yeah. Dubbed Up, which will be exciting. Uh, the global entry will be great. Yeah, I don't – we'll let you know so what happens. So I didn't yeah. know the American passport. If you had an American passport, you can use those machines as well. Yeah, American – There's, just a, there's a smart like passport. 10 different flags really? that, that, that are that? valid. Yeah. Aren't we good? Yeah, we're amazing. We're great. Yes, how about returning the favour? Exactly. What the fuck? I don't and see because Americans then they get that at our airport, then they go home and they they might have to queue, but the queues run pretty quick. Yeah. They don't experience the yeah. shit side of it, so yeah. they don't know how good it is we're giving it them. Okay, they well, don't realise. I qualify if I wanted to get to get a European passport and a Maltese passport. I can yeah. get because my parents. Well, were that born won't help there. you in America. I know, but I'm saying if you go to Europe, it, it it'll give the home ground advantage if I have a European passport. Okay. And I, can, I can get both a European and a Maltese passport. Yeah. Well, why don't you? Yeah. I just haven't got round to it yet. It's like America doesn't stamp anymore. Sad. No. Like I, I was going to say, for, really? No, no more stamps. Really? Yeah, they stopped that in February. Yeah. Why is that? Save ink. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> but isn't. So it's all computerized when you've run out of a Yeah, you can log in. There's a there's a website you can go to. You put in your passport details. It'll tell you every entry and exit you've made. Really? Which is pretty cool. What I want is a copy of all the photos because they take a photo every yeah. time you come in. <laughs> but I'd be the same. Everyone would be the same for me wearing my blue tech guide shoes. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd be, I'm more interested in the ballooning of my face. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah and same, how, I've, how my, Skinnier my and faster, hair's yeah. gone back and gone gray. You know, yes. like I see that time lapse time from lapse. a That'd US be... immigration Mate, point of view. I would watch, if that was a YouTube video, I would watch that. Imagine, imagine just YouTube video of, yeah, of, of, of 100 people's yeah, different 100, transitions yeah, over, over the years. Over 20 years or whatever, 10 years. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That'd be very, I'd watch that. I'd watch the shit out of that. <laughs> They're little shitty Logitech cameras from like 1995 yeah. though. So they'd <laughs> be pretty not, grainy. Yeah. I don't think it they'd be, be very HD. good quality. Yeah, it won't yeah. be 4K. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a wild place, America. It really is. But, yeah. Uh, so, mate, my, my, love it. still waiting to sell my bloody car, mate. How does it work, right? Like, how's this, right? Like, oh, my lease is through, like, Tesla did it through Macquarie. Yeah. And I haven't heard a peep from Macquarie yet. Someone sent me an email a year ago, and I've replied to that email just about a month, about two weeks ago, and that person no longer works there. <laughs> so uh, no one has spoken to me from Macquarie. My lease is up in, like, three weeks. No one has said a word to me yet. I've got my budget. My not my but my um my insurance my insurance quote from budget insurance yeah. and I've got my green slip ready to go my rego I'm going to pay the rego for the new year as well so that's another incentive for someone to buy my fucking car yeah um but and I'm going to store my 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 current plates my SF plates yeah um but uh, yeah still still uh, oh still I mean waiting. I assume you'll hear from them well yeah I've, I'm I'm assuming too so I'm Hang pretty on, sure they have your Optusnet email address. Uh, no, they had tech guide. They had tech guide. No, definitely. Be worried there, that no, old fucking had... thing. Come back to bite on the ass. Okay, I hope, I hope so. Shit. And I'm pretty sure it was, well, I got, I got it last, no, it was last year. I got it. <laughs> Shit, I better check that, eh? I'm pretty sure it went through, it went through the business mode. So it was tech guide for sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, now you got me thinking. You are questioning it. You'll be you checking the Savo. You'll be finding well, that I email. Can't, I can't access my Optus account anymore. No, but you've got you've, you've got to find but, the old but, email. Well, I've got the old email, but yeah. I've, I've replied to that person, and they, they don't fucking work there anymore. Yeah, but all you need yeah. to do is know know where that was sent to originally. Yeah, okay. If it was sent to your tech guide, you're good. That's what they've got on file. Okay. 
But because yeah, I, I thought it would have heard from them by now. But maybe that could be it. It's through. No, I'm positive it's Tech Guide. It's probably it's my Tech Guide address. Anyway, got to plan this. So yeah, I'm uh, hoping to get rid of the car by the end of the month so I can do. I, st- I, I think I think you should spend like half a day ringing around yeah. just to find out. Ringing who? Like dealers? Yeah, ring a cup. Ring it. Ring a ring a you know a Parramatta Road dealer. Yeah, and then ring a like Mercedes at Alexandria, yeah. and just say you know what would you do? Would would you would you buy it from but, me from cash? Oh, so you want to? Oh, so make a cash sale on it? Yeah, yeah. just to, just so that you know what that number is. Yeah, because that's going to be the lowest ever number. Yeah, right. Yeah. Lowest ever number is a cash sale to a dealer. Yeah. Next lowest number is probably a trade in, mm. and the next lowest number is probably you know your private sale. Um, that, that doesn't reach the market. You know, so basically yeah. everything from there is, is private sale. Yeah. But you need to know what that number is. Yeah, I, I know from Tesla I got a quote on a trade-in value of the car. Yeah, but that's trade-in value. So you need yeah, to know yeah. what yeah. what the cash-out value of this car is. Yeah, right. So you know your differential between your payout and your, and your yeah, actual. But won't they just, they're just going to build in a profit margin for themselves. Of course they, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah they but do. you need to know. You've got to yeah. have a fucking backup plan. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, your backup plan, I think you said, is just to pay the fucking thing out. Yeah, yeah just to pay it and out. You own and own it then. And then, then that's it. Then I'm stuck with it. Yeah. And then use that as the trade-in for the new one. Yeah. Yeah. Which won't be as much as what you're being offered now, but it'll still be good. Yeah, I suppose so. And I, I know you think that it'll d- dramatically devalue when the new Model S hits the market, but I think you're missing the also point that when new Model S's hit the market, there's going to be a desire for Model S's again. Yeah. Right? And and there'll be a lot of Model S's go to mm. trade a yeah. lot. Yep. But yours will be in the early mark because you were you were pretty pretty early on, right? Yeah. So I think I think it will devalue. Let's say it's eighty now, like a straight. It might might go to 50, 60, 70. Yeah. But I don't think it'll go to forty. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I'll probably. Know? I might. I might like. Why my, not? My option is if I sold the car, I was just going to rent a Model Three or something for a while yeah. until the new one comes. But the other option is now looking like I'll finance the bubble. And then just and then when when I come to get the new car, I'll just just do the swap over. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, good luck with that. We're still still working it out, mate. It's good times. It's not as easy as it's meant to be, is it? See, no. I see. I look at mate, my. Go, I honestly thought there'd be people fighting over my car, fighting yeah. over it to want to buy it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the value of the car. You reckon? Yeah, people yeah, will I'll, fight over I'll Model Three. I'll knock it out a bit. Yeah. People will, f- but I'm. Oh no, I'm saying it's not the thousand here and thousand there. It's, it's, it's in a, it's a premium luxury yeah, yeah. level vehicle. Yeah. You know, Model Threes when they come up at fifty five and fifty and forty five. Yeah. People will fight over those. But that's a Model Three though. Yeah. People yeah. fight over those yeah. because it's a, yeah. it's affordable yeah, to far more people. Yep. Yeah. It's about the size of the market. Yeah, but I, I, I thought that yeah, you can't buy a Model S right now. So there's the rarity of it, and. Plus all the other things I've done to the car, like I've uh, MC, I've upgraded the computer, so it's exactly like it the Model all means Three. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. I've even upgraded the charging computer in it, so it does everything. So it's it's like they have the same capabilities of a brand new Tesla. Yeah. Plus it's also got low Ks as well. It's not too. It's got like forty four, nearly forty five thousand kilometers on it for. A, it was billed twenty seventeen, but only registered for the first time in May twenty eighteen. So it's mm. only. Just on five years. Doesn't, it's still a model year twenty seventeen. That's oh, yeah. always yeah. the problem with those fucking things, yeah. right? Yep. But the the kilometers though are pretty low for a yeah for a six year old car, you could say yeah. five and a half. Yeah. So let's know. hope I get some bites, mate. No, you'll see what happens, mate. You'll see what happens. Um, how are the bunnies going? They're smashing it at the moment. They're going they? all right. Yeah, they they uh, won their fifth game in a row. They Shit. beat uh, they beat Melbourne. In fact, the last time we lost a game was against Melbourne five oh, six weeks really? ago. So yeah, that was right. our last loss. Played like shit that night. 
that they've mate, every week after week they're just they're building on it and mate they've really got a rhythm happening now. We play the West Tigers uh, tomorrow, and even though they they've had two wins in a row and a bye, so they're coming on a streak as well. They always trouble South. They, like I hope South don't walk into this thing and pff, you know we'll we'll be win this easy mm. because in the past they've pulled our pants down a couple of times. They somehow lift against South every single time. Right. And they're a real bogey team of ours. So I'm hoping this isn't the biggest upset of the year. <laughs> beat, beat, get beat. Yeah. It's How are the Dolphins doing, mate? I don't know. They're still in the top eight, aren't they? Yeah, they won the other night, eh? They, they won. Win. They had yeah, a good was... win. Who did they beat? They beat... Um... Who did they Cronulla. Play? Sharkies. That's, That's right. right. Great win. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Did you did you think it? Oh, mate, did you I, give it to him? I mate? told I told her that what was happening, and she didn't give a shit. But <laughs> um, it was an important decision. And poor old Jackson's roosters. Lost. Are they struggling? Oh, <laughs> did they lose to? <laughs> to the who did they lose to? The Cowboys. Oh, really? Was the Cowboys a bit? Of... I don't know. I got to look now. So, and where are they in the top eight? The Roosters, they would be. They're they? just at the bottom of the eight. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. But it, but it's. I looked at the ladder recently. It's a very very tight. Two, oh, three, yeah, yeah. two, South, three, twelve. South's a clear second, but like, yeah, it, it's you know, when you take into account the fact there's buys to have because we're well, going to buy this week. South's a second on their own on fourteen. Brisbane's, look at the number of teams on twelve. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams on twelve. Seven points. teams on twelve. Yeah, That's including wild. including the Roosters and 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 the next three teams are on what? Eleven. One's on eleven. Then one's on ten. And then nine, eight, and like, eight. Ten yeah. and eleven. They're one win away from being equal from with those others. If one third. of those has a loss, yeah, right? That's right. So yep. it's you know it's a super tight top yeah, of the, the ladder. Ro- Roosters lost to yeah Cowboys twenty to six. I watched that game. It was uh, a good game. I enjoyed that one. Okay, I'm sure you <laughs> did. <laughs> you know, South fans just they, they is it what's what's that term? Is it Schadenfreude where you take mis- take pleasure in someone else's misery? Is that? Oh, I know, I, I know watching, the word. Yeah. Watching the Roosters lose, I'm thinking, oh, that's bad luck. That's, just like that's, they would. that's the satisfaction I get from seeing Lewis Hamilton coming seventh. Is that right? Yeah. You don't like Lewis Hamilton? I just, I respect really? his ability, but I also think he can be a smarmy little prick sometimes. Really? Have you ever met him? No. Have you ever been in the same room as him? Like, heard him speak? I have. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah remember yeah, Epson yeah, had this Mercedes, up there. yeah, yeah. What about, um, so who's, who's your if your favourite driver right now? Is it Oscar Piastri? Yeah, he's an Aussie. Yeah. yeah. How's he doing? No, the car's shit. Really? So, so not, not well. So not very good. Mm. Oh, damn. Yeah. Who's killing it right now? Who's who's up the top there? Red Bull. Really? Max and Checo. Yep. Jeez. That used to be um, Daniel Ricciardo's team, eh? Well, it still is. Oh, he's the, he's the number three, eh? Shit. Well, is he officially number three or is he just a part of the marketing so team? So he's just, just sitting this one out. Is he going to get a drive again soon or what? <sighs> I don't know. Is he a test so driver or uh, what does uh, he do? There's a small chance that he gets the drive that Sergio Perez has and Perez leaves the sport if he gets disgruntled about something, but... That'll just put him as a number two behind Max Verstappen and never he won't win a world championship, but he might win races. And I think that's yeah, right. maybe going to be enough. Hey, as long as he can pay the bills, mate. Oh, he's doing okay. He's I think doing he's, all right, you reckon? I think, he's, <laughs> I think he, when he went to Renault for two years, he yeah. paid every bill for the rest of his life. Is that right? Anything he earns now is just fucking... So he was only at Renault for two years, two years. after Red Bull. Yeah, and he got $45 million or wow. something. For two years? Yeah. That's pretty solid, eh? Yeah, so he'd be on he'd be on a decent wicket now, would he? Or? Red Bull probably have him on like four or five million, I guess. It just as a, just just, just a, to make sure he turns up at some events and does some wow. promo stuff that wow. means the other boys don't have to do it. And yeah, that's pretty cool. Good work if you can get it, eh? You know, some of us have to work hard. <laughs> yeah, it's not you or me either. Yeah, I know. I was going to say <laughs> it feels really me. fucking hard to say that. All yeah. right, mate. Some people are just not us. See, See you, bye. Bye.